0: The Bone Bad Joe is intended for adults only and contains bad words and other yucky stuff that may make some people very angry. So watch out!
1: Hey, what's the matter for you? You like the zombies? You like the mobsters? Then you're definitely going to like the zombie mob. It's got everything. Zombies, mobsters, zombies... It's a god of the family, and especially, it's a god of the zombies. So put in your iTunes to The Zombie Mob. Order your browser to thezombiemob.blogspot.com. The Zombie Mob, it's an offer you cannot refuse. Bone, Bat, Bone, Bat, it's time for the Bone Bat Podcast, where you can listen to Steve Gord. it's a kick-ass digital broadcast, where we've got dick jokes galore, Bone Bat. Second and ten at the thirty-three. Matthew under center, Obamanu, goes in motion right to left, turn and handle into left side,
0: finds a little bit of a hole, keeps his legs moving, he's across the 40, midfield, 45, he's on the run, Lynch, 40, pushes him at 35, look at him go, he's down to 20,
2: 15, he can go, we...
0: Alive and well! That's your motherfucker! Bad sex appeal, but it ain't doing nothing. Turn to a badass, boom, hit the button. Tried to be friends, but those dickholes be frontin'. Hang with your lady, cause she's always up to something. Whispers, baby, hey, and man, I'm ready to go. Head right down to the liquor store. Just go fast, cause don't do slow. Don't worry, cause I don't love the more. Race all day, but the gears, they rust. Pretty loves smile- my you trust resurrect like from the dust sitting on my face people. that's a must. I cannot believe it but I'm stealing your girlfriend you the way I make it move you make you think I'm a whirlwind but I promise just a pastor with the message of hope Your are Messiah sayonara taking shots with the Pope scientists and mentalists do not believe I exist like Chupacabra but no camera just replace it with tits like a teacher with no lesson PhD is in bliss I'm in your basement with your bomb I'm taking really big rips but I was here from the start better than you all was hated when I said it but no one was yelling false thought that we should bring it you can reminisce, and if you did not like the first one, you can suck our dick. So don't play with it, baby. You will just put it to work. Call me rapper, call me beefy. You will just call me a jerk. Yeah, you know me from Twerk. Maybe know me from the web I'm rocking for the tattooed hotties playing with your starter decks. There is no fun to be. Yourself to heaven on a yeah yeah yeah. Cool storm, ride the lightning like riding. Sadly, still I have just one language to write in. Poseidon is drowning me, I struggle to speak. May the wicked be punished, Earth goes to the meek, so chic. I flooded to the finish like a monarch. Seconds, if you needed to discover just who I are or who I isn't. Microphone and is a business, I'm not in it for the money, I'm just in it for the bitches. I kinda like that. that's you, I kinda like that. that's you you are kinda like this. I know you like time
1: you Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome to an emergency episode sixty of the Bone Bat Show. This is Steve. Yeah, and this is Gord. How's it going, man? I'm
3: uh I'm a little befuddled. What we didn't we just like just finish doing a
1: show? We just did a show, but events have coincided to make an emergency episode absolutely necessary. First These off. words
3: like coincided. That's too big
1: for you. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. First of off, we've got Beefy here with us tonight. Well, Hi, gentlemen. Cool. How
4: are you doing? That's fantastic. Thanks.
1: Because we needed to pimp the new release from the Grammar Club. MC <laughs> Horse? the Glamour Club?
4: Glamour the Glamour Club, Club is, is it's a side-side project. <laughs>
1: <laughs> MC Horse Rides Again, which is out now for your listening pleasure. And yeah, also, free. the fucking Seahawks won. Whoa!
4: Did yes. yes. the Seahawks win a game? Serious? Oh my god! Yeah, it happened. The seven Believe and it. nine Seahawks
1: wow. beat the world champions in the first round of the NFL playoffs in epic fashion. So <sighs> we
4: need to talk Did about you guys hear that about the shit. earthquake. Yes, we're going to talk oh about god. that, man. That was amazing. Oh my god! I can I can watch that on YouTube all day, beast mode. No oh. kidding! It's <laughs> fantastic.
1: <laughs> but first, okay, so. So, a little side thing. As you know, whenever we do this show, we always do what pisses us off. And since the Seahawks game, I don't know, the football gods were just thinking I got a little too much joy out of the experience. I have been getting absolutely buggered by life for the last three days. First of all, and this this one, I got I to it at my own door. Sunday, I forgot my mom's birthday.
4: do oh. So that's bad sunning right there. Yeah,
1: that it's absolutely <laughs> shitty. She's pissed. I, I have to make up for this. I have not figured out a way to possibly do this yet. You need then, to have more kids. Monday, I'm driving home from work. My radiator explodes <laughs> on the freeway on 405 during rush hour. I've oh. got smoke Did it explode all coming over your out. Face? No, I got smoke coming out everywhere. I am able to actually limp it off the freeway. I sit there in the cold for two hours waiting for a tow. Turns out my head gasket is blown. Man, that truck was like brand new 30 years ago. I can't believe (laughs) it's worn out. It was an old truck, and to fix it, it would cost more than almost more than I paid originally. So I'm out of a vehicle. Tonight I get home and my wife notices that for some reason the side of our hot water heater is leaking like a sieve. Didn't you just get a new water heater like a year ago? A couple of years ago, yeah. So it turns out the valve, the relief valve on the side failed, and I had to make an emergency Home Depot run to replace the valve before this podcast.
3: Jesus. You know, if anything went wrong with my water heater, I wouldn't know the first freaking thing to do. I would go, I would turn off the water to the house and then like go get a
4: hotel. I don't know. If, I wouldn't know how to do that first part. I think I'd call you, Steve. I'd call and be like, hey, how do I take care of this?
1: Yeah, well, I had to call my dad. To, dad knows everything, so he's yeah. able to just line me out. Here's what you get. Here's what you do. You put this on that and go.
4: I'm terrified for when my fake daughter becomes old, and I I have to be dad to, that knows everything, and I'm going to be like, uh, you have the internet. Why don't you do it? <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, kids these days, you know, we had to depend on lore,
1: <laughs> They've got the internet. <laughs> What's a wives tale? <laughs> but but now dirty
3: website. But- yeah.
1: <laughs> but now you have the lore of millions at your beck and call as opposed to just the lore of your only tribe. True. You know. And if if That's- you have a shitty tribe, you're hosed.
4: if you have a shitty internet, you're still gonna be
1: host. <laughs> if you have a bad connection. You know, poor poor websites. <laughs> there you go. The only thing our kids really have to go to us for is like,
3: Dad, I can't get on the internet.
4: Then <laughs> maybe we can solve that problem. I just realized, like, Nugget, my three-year-old doesn't. You know, as long as she's been alive, there have been iPhones. There's been internet. There's been all these things. She'll always have. And I'm so jealous of her. I just want to tell her how, she, how, how good she has. She doesn't even know. And about know. like, like our version of walking uphill two miles in the snow. Will be like, I used to have to get on 56K on a 386. It was awful. You don't even understand. <laughs> porn was so laggy back then. It was
1: awful. No kidding. Yeah. It, it forever <laughs> to download one
3: 10 second video. God forbid oh. if it was crappy porn. Well, and
1: it's, I, I was just reading something about this that, that our generation is like the first generation that which actually straddled both, like, you know, the high speed internet and only two TV channels over rabbit ears.
2: <laughs>
3: ah, i guess that's one way to look at it yeah
1: th- th- like we bridge both experiences in a way that you know our parents who don't really get necessarily get all the computer stuff like we do and our kids who have just no clue uh, you used to have vinyl what you know that sort of thing
4: <laughs> outfits wait a minute
1: <laughs> well those two yeah but
4: someone told me that i should print out vinyl uh, copies of with sprinkles and i was like what who what three people would buy that anymore to be honest <laughs> like who has that technology I really don't think DJs are really that big uh, buyers of, uh, you know, nerdcore yet. Anyway, I guess. But I think
1: don't they like the the hardcore vinyl collectors? Don't they look for oh, it's got to be so many grams? Probably like they're, they're very specific about how they like their vinyl records, and they're very careful and fastidious about them.
4: I already cater to a certain niche group of people. <laughs> I don't need to cater to like two different specific. That's too hard. You, need you don't want to do more niche. Exactly. I to do too many. There's too many niches. I feel like this is inception. There's just too many. I'm, I'm layer upon layer.
1: <laughs> anyway, so all, all this stuff together is what's been pissing me off the last couple of days. <laughs> I just can't seem to get a break, man. So hopefully, uh, I don't know what pisses you guys off.
4: Wow, uh, nothing like that. Go ahead, BP. I... man, I got enough. Like uh, I've been, I've been shopping around for flights, and uh, you know, I was gonna be pissed about being a fat person trying to fly but that's already been done what I'm more pissed <laughs> about lately is and you know I'm just I'm kind of late to the game but I'm pissed about fat people complaining not being able to fly that's I mean I'm, a, I'm that guy I just don't complain about it too much I just pay for two seats it just pisses me off to see these people complain it's like like you're fat like you I know that it's because I refuse to do sit-ups and uh, I really like hot I really like hot pockets Like, a lot. And, and like, Pizza Hut, like, those are just good things to me. And, um, like, I know it's my fault. I just don't like when people complain on the net about the, uh, but, oh, man, fucking Southwest, their $18 ticket. I had to buy two of them, and I'm Kevin Smith. I couldn't barely afford it. Why was Kevin Smith flying Southwest in the first place? Sorry, that's been been on my mind for, like, a while. He likes the jokes, man.
1: I think think that's it, the jokes you get from the... uh, I already likes the nuts. Steward Eye, is that what you call them? (laughs) <laughs> oh nuts. Does <laughs> Southwest even give nuts, man? I am saying,
3: yeah, they give nuts, sometimes they give little pretzels. They give you stuff. I don't I don't complain about not getting a discount for flying on Southwest as a as a, you know, very very small person.
4: <laughs> you should get a discount.
3: You know, no no, cuz I don't know. Uh, 130, 135. I weigh in at that like soaking wet wearing a coat.
4: That's one of my legs.
3: So that's pretty- <laughs> Pretty, that's pretty incredible. <laughs> oh, you know what pisses me off? Words. People who misuse words. I think I went off at one point about words like you know, science-type words. Like people say light year as a measure of time when it's not. Mm-hmm. Or, or just like throwing out – anytime they want to say test, they say pH test. It's a real pH test. They wouldn't know litmus paper if they wiped their ass with it. <laughs> but – The the words I'm hearing that are pissing me off are are like religious words, like like Mecca, especially. I'm hearing all, oh, it's a Mecca. I once heard someone say that San Francisco was a Mecca for child molesters. I'm like, (laughs) Mecca? Really? I mean, like, you would be executed if you were a child molester in Mecca. It's (laughs) the Islamic capital. And you wouldn't say a Vatican for child molesters. Well, maybe you would.
4: <laughs> oh, thanks, I appreciate that. Oh that yeah, set up and everything. <laughs> yeah, I, usually, I call I call Arcade Expo a mecca for nerds, and only because like wherever Will Wheaton is, that's the direction you point to. No <laughs>
2: exactly. okay,
4: You're okay. With Will Wheaton and then you just you know you you pray to whatever nerd deity you, you do to. At
3: least you you got some some awareness of what mecca actually is. <laughs> I also heard Texas is a mecca for conservative Christians. Oh wait a
4: minute, what the crap? <laughs> that seems that, that does seem backwards.
1: I thought it was Texas is a Mecca for Texans. Well, it is that. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Texas then, fucking love them some Texas.
3: <laughs> and then mantra or mantra. You know, people use mantra as saying it's something that's repeated over and over like a slogan or a motto. And it's it, it's not it's not an instruction or a maxim to remind you what to do or be. I mean, a mantra, it's repeated, yeah, but it's, it's like a sound or a word that you're, you use in meditation to help you transform spiritually. It's not... Something you're supposed to remember, like stop, drop, and roll. That's not what a, what a mantra
1: is. So, so, yesterday when I was sitting in the truck by the side of the road going, fuck, 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 was that a mantra? Did you transform spiritually? Yeah, yeah. It sure was. Maybe it, okay, it might did, have been, then. Yeah. Okay. Good.
4: Good to know. Yeah. So, you're using it all right. From a dick. A caring, delicate flower to just an angry fucker. I mean, it wasn't a good <laughs> transformation, but it was a transformation nonetheless.
3: <laughs> it was a spiritual one. He's, he became one with Kali, the destroyer. <laughs> and then lastly, there's karma. Karma, it's not abused as badly as the others, but just the idea that karma is something that your, your deeds, bad deeds, immediately turn around and bite you on the ass. It's, the consequences of karma, if you believe it, they don't manifest until the next life dick, dick. <laughs> <laughs> just karma is not something you're tr- you're trying not to build up karma good or bad it's not something you want it, but yeah fine.
4: i go to People, reddit i go listen. to reddit and i i am constantly trying to build up karma because don't what do it as, as nerd currency so uh <laughs> that's what i've been trying to do but that's only on reddit so not in, in, in real life or anything
3: okay yeah don't don't <laughs> do it in real life or you're not gonna reach the next level you're not gonna wanna, you're gonna fuck I, up in the bardo
4: you so, know me. I want to reach the next level every in every aspect of everything in my life. So I'm leveling up. The, the back off the karma, man. I can't
1: Damn. help but notice that you, you mentioned Mecca and karma and mantra. Is, is this just Western ignorance then? Or Western <laughs> need to co-op anything and kind of make it our own? Is that what that is?
3: It could be. I don't know why I fixated on, on the Eastern religion things. I didn't, I didn't go off on crusade. I mean, George... W. Bush kind of beat that one into the ground by fucking it up so bad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Well, why don't we listen to a tune? I have to mop up a light year of water from my water heater.
3: So. <laughs> <laughs> you, that sounds like a
1: real pH test of your character, Beefy, why don't you tell us about this tune?
4: Supergirls and Ghosts. This is a song about both girls and about ghosts. And then in the third part of it, about both of them at the same time. Ooh. So, uh, you know, it's really good, I think. <laughs> that's all the setup you're gonna get. You're gonna hear it and you're gonna be like, that's exactly what it was. It was a song about girls and then ghosts and then and then and girls that are also ghosts. And then good, it was I good. Think.
3: <laughs> all right, let's hear it.
2: Test, test.
0: Ladies off the streets, and the DJs in the booths wanna fill those seats. You gotta get them to the dance floor, it's going down. Blonde in the corner pounding one more round. Gotta build that courage before she starts to shake. Think she knows a single lyric, that's a huge mistake. Even in the dorm room, ignore the words. She doesn't need to know the meaning, yo, that shit's for nerds. Upset, cause she doesn't have a thing to wear. The song's about apathy, but that girl don't care. She cares about the drums and she loves the bass, and it all sounds better wear on my back knows right where you're at So I'm on the attack To get these little ghosts and these ghouls and these goblins And all the merry couple almost passed it when they saw them Ghosts like a jam when they bump the night Don't care for Melody, they're just there for fright And if we stay out of sight and my plan goes right We're gonna have three ghosts in this trap tonight Dead but don't wanna go Nothing on the scope, But they just don't wanna leave Just wanna take it slow So I say they gotta go or else they gotta deal with me Haunt all you want, to decompose decomposed You gotta change when you're naked Wearing dead man's clothes have fun in your old saloon, because you won't leave soon when this man goes boom. But well, when they cross, got a girl that's a corpse, and she haunts on the floor, as shakes with a force, specter of white, she's a beauty, believe and she says BPT is her favorite MC. So what am I supposed to do? It's rather taboo, she's a beautiful bull, in it too deep, everything could go wrong, before I can speak, I'm the king of ghost cross. This girl's goddamn, but they never got up, but still wanna dance when that casket's shut, Stumbled on the Girls still don't give a damn about the song. God damn it. God got bamboozled by freaking Coast Girls. Girls don't care what the song's about, they just want to shake their ass.
1: Once again, uh, Supergirls and ghosts off. MC Horse rides again. The Seahawks. Yeah. Let's talk
4: Hawks. Oh, let's talk about it because Hawks. I have a girlfriend, and she, you know, she's she's supportive. She's like, go Hasselbeck, but she, I mean, she's not a football fan exactly. Mm-hmm. So I've been able to fully express my love for Marshawn Lynch and how much I hated <laughs> him earlier this year, and how how in one fell swoop he redeemed himself.
1: But I mean, did you hate him though because the line was shitty? No, I didn't know I him. I just,
4: I wasn't proud of his production or lack yeah. thereof.
1: Well, I mean, there was just so many times it seemed like he would get back to the line of scrimmage and just not lose yardage, and that was a Herculean feat <laughs> because Sean Alexander would have fell down three yards back or whatever, lost yardage.
4: Oh yeah, totally. He would have, uh, he would have stubbed his toe on something and been like, "Well, fall down, just play dead." Sean oh, Alexander's, shit. you know, just fall, play dead.
1: So, yeah, as folks may know, I have season tickets, and so oh, baby. went to the game. Uh, my friend Limo and I went early, went to FX McCrory's, had a couple of Guinness, and uh, just kind of soaked up the playoff ambiance, because it it's been a while since we've had that yeah. around here. Blue Thunder drumline actually came into the bar while we were in there and played a couple of jams, and that was really cool. <laughs> and then uh, we, we stood around while people were heckling the Saints fans that were walking down. I mean... The Saints fans showed up in force around Quest Field. We saw people that were dressed like, you know, with like papal miters on top of their heads with Saints <laughs> de Lee on them. I mean, just crazy outfits, and they were all getting kind of heckled. I mean, imagine showing up to a game dressed like that and then losing. And then <laughs> oh having, man, there's no happened so country. Yeah, you got to walk by sixty thousand drunk Seahawks fans and you just lost. That's gotta suck ass. <laughs> Anyway, so, you know, first we were sweating it, man, because we got down 10 to nothing, yeah. and New Orleans was looking good. And then we started bouncing back the two uh, touchdown passes to John Carlson where he was just wide open as fuck.
4: Oh, man, I love oh, I love the playing dead thing and laying down and then getting back up. Wasn't yeah, that, well, that was hot. Brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant. Way to go, Pete. That's oh, what I was thinking.
1: That was fantastic. And then that crazy when uh, Stokely broke coverage, oh. and it just got so wide open. And it caught that touchdown pass, and that was amazing.
4: About halftime, like, I was, about halftime, I was thinking, oh, man, uh, they're winning. And then I started getting kind of sad and freaking out. My girlfriend was like, why? And I was like, this is what Seahawks does to me. This is what they do. They, uh, they'll, they'll give me hope, and then they'll just shatter my dreams well, every, every single time. Especially
1: this season. We've seen so much kind of really bad fundamental football. You know, bad penalties, interceptions, fumbles at inopportune times—just all kinds of crazy shit that you know you almost expected. And so, like you're saying, I mean, we come out at the uh, start of the second half, and there was that fantastic touchdown pass to Mike Williams, where he's oh. covered, he's just totally blanketed by yeah, two Yeah, he just
3: t- dropped it in his arms. That was yeah. that was amazing,
1: beautiful. And then you're going, yeah. And then all of a sudden, the Saints start getting into it. And I mean, I gotta say. Drew Brees impresses the heck out of me because that guy was being grabbed and tackled, and he constantly had three Seahawks grabbing his jersey, and he was still completing passes.
4: Who's the Who's the defensive end that just kept getting in his face like each and every time? I can't remember his uh, name ever. Raheem Brock, I think. But, I can't remember what his name was. But but yeah, but, uh, he had
1: that one really great sack.
4: Yeah, people were just getting in him. Like in, in Seattle, I don't think this year that had been really – Sacking too many dudes, say, for like a couple standout games, but they just, they, they, the defensive line just brought it the whole day. Yeah, yeah. And it's, and you know, even
1: Breeze was able to complete some stuff like, you know, 10 and 12 yards, which was a little frustrating because they were, the Saints were moving the ball and they were able to get first down after first down, but they weren't really breaking any big plays, the kind that usually kill the Hawks.
4: Yeah, yeah, just that one big play that's like, well, that was fun.
1: Right, but you still had the feeling, you still had the feeling, I mean, I was, like, crossing my fingers the whole third quarter, just going, oh, shit, here we go. (laughs) And then the Marshawn Lynch touchdown.
4: Oh, man.
1: And, I mean, we were sitting, we sit in the south end zone up high, so it's kind of like you're watching Tecmo Bowl anyway. (laughs) And we see Lynch bust out of the first level, and we're like, sweet, he got the first down. We're happy, right? Because it's, you know, three and a half yeah. minutes left. Whatever. It's it's going to keep going. And then he breaks. And it just builds and builds. And then when he, he leaps into the end zone backwards, oh. and that stadium lost its shit. <laughs> and I've been... I was there for the NFC Championship game. This was the loudest that stadium has gotten since then that I can ever remember.
4: As, As a Seahawks C- f- fan, I, like, I'm not even used to seeing like, a highlight like that come from us, like, ever. Like, that was... That was one of the more incredible plays and in, in, of the year, definitely of the playoffs. And I'm not used to seeing that coming from someone wearing a Seahawks jersey.
1: Like you said, I mean, I, I have not gotten tired of watching that replay over and over yet. Because they had, no, you know, Fox Sports Net or whatever, they were showing like they must have showed it seven times in a half hour.
4: <laughs> they showed it more than they did the uh, the Metro Dome falling down or whatever. Oh, I was just eating that shit up.
1: <laughs> but not only was that a badass play, as you guys said, it caused an earthquake. From the P.I., Quest's 12th man causes small tremor. Marshawn Lynch's 67-yard touchdown run on Saturday rocked more than just the New Orleans Saints defense. The reaction from the sold-out crowd at Quest Field apparently shook the earth, according to Pacific Northwest Seismograph Network. From the report... The Pacific Northwest Seismograph Network recorded a small tremor at exactly 4.43 p.m. Saturday afternoon from an old monitoring system near where the Dome used to stand. The time is almost exactly when Lynch broke out, to, which turned out to be the game-deciding touchdown run in the fourth quarter, sealing the improbable win. While Questfield is famous nationwide for its crowd noise, the scientists think that their readings show that this was the first recorded twelfth man tremor ever. No word yet on whether the impact of Tracy Porter being viciously stiff-armed to the ground contributed to the quake.
4: <laughs> <laughs> was that the dude that he just like threw? Yeah, he just slapped like, like, get like a get off of me. <laughs>
1: pimp slapped that guy. That was
4: fantastic. Someone like someone posted a GIF of that, just saying like Marshall Lich has the force, and it's just that segment <laughs> of the run, just like throwing that dude. Wasn't that amazing,
1: oh. though? He, he crosses the line to the end zone, and there's, like, three linemen and Hasselbeck right behind yeah. him that hit blocked all the way downfield. the
4: yeah. Hasselbeck started running. Hasselbeck creeps me out because he's, like, he's getting way up there, and he still thinks he's, like, 12, and, like, he <laughs> runs with the running backs and, like, tries to throw some blocks and stuff, and I'm like, don't you understand you're, like, half of the franchise? Like, what are you doing? Absolutely. Wow.
1: But yeah, so that was pretty much the nail in the coffin. After that, the stadium was so damn loud and so fired up. There was no way that the Hawks were not going to win that game.
4: Oh man I, I i lost my I lost my shit at home. Just like you got to be there. I can't even imagine what it was like actually being there, feeling that thing. Yeah, I just, I, just... I, he just broke so many tackles and like that that after he got through that first level and like stopped going forward and kind of moved back and got some more blocks and stuff. I didn't know when it was ever going to end. Like, my heart stopped. I wasn't breathing. It was awesome.
1: <laughs> Dude, definitely one for the books,
4: man. It's conversations like this, by the way, that makes me feel like a fake nerd rapper. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, the, the funny thing is, though, you know, I'm every bit as nerdy about fantasy football as I am about nerdcore or <laughs> video games or horror movies or anything else. So it's just another another form of nerddom, I think. Yeah, just I got pretend pissed because we playing Madden
4: when it happened. That's yeah, like- <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I got pissed because uh, uh, Hasselbeck ruined my uh, my fantasy football time. It was the the game he got benched. Yahoo was like, "Oh man, you're gonna want to start Hasselbeck because uh, he's he's gonna do really well." And I was like, and I had Eli the whole year, and I was like, you know what, I'll, put I'll throw him a bone this time. And uh, he got negative points and then got benched. And I it was our first week of our our playoffs on Yahoo. I just got creamed. I was, I, had, I was number one seed. Number one seed lost in the first round. Oh, I felt like New Orleans. That's brutal. <laughs> it was awful. Now I understand how Bruce feels now because, you know, I was on top. I was king and then uh, <laughs> lost to uh, the low seed. That's, it was embarrassing. that way sometimes. Sorry, Saints. So what do you think about Chicago? How's that going to go? I'm
1: feeling good. We beat them already once this year.
4: They're one, of the, they're one of the seven. We have a chance.
1: Exactly, yeah. So there's we've got a puncher's chance. And, and I liked the fact that everybody kind of pointed out that the Hawks, they, there was some celebration, but it wasn't crazy. It was kind of they were all business after that game. And I, I oh. think they've got their head in the right place as far as, you know, they're, they're not done. This is just the start. So maybe so. we're going to see some more like that. I'd love to see
4: it, man. Oh, man, I would, because I would, I would it. Because if they
1: win and Green Bay wins, inexplicably, we're going to have another home game. That doesn't make any sense it to me It doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah, how does that work? Well, because one more win seat, and we get back to 500. we're five, the conference champions? Yeah, one more win and we get back to 500. <laughs> <laughs> so it, once you're at 500, you get free home games. That's how that works. <laughs> <laughs> it said
4: against who knives too, I think. The NFL has just been completely bananas this season. Everything is upside down and backwards. Yeah. We're out of it's, we're out of unbeaten teams by like week four. It's ridiculous.
1: Well, it was interesting because before the game there was a couple of facts that caught my eye that made me think, you know, hey, maybe we do have a chance. First of all, that the Saints had never won a road playoff game in like four attempts. Oh. and there had never been a seven and nine playoff team but there had been three eight and eight playoff teams and all three of them had won their first week playoff matchup oh. so that is, see, that this that is, that is
3: where football starts to get like baseball to me and my eyes start glazing over was when people start talking statistics i start hating football <laughs>
4: <laughs> on base percentage and shit like that so yeah just so stop you're, it
1: you're all about just the
4: beauty of beast mode Video yes. Mode, man. He turned it on, finally. It was over. <laughs> it was over oh, so good. I, oh, I just watching all day. I was on Reddit the, that morning saying, uh, saying like, you know, it's going to be a fun game, but we don't have a shot. And then uh, having people continue to throw shit back at me, like, don't have a shot, really? And, like, Saints fans being, like, you're an asshole. Just well, it, like, it, was, oh.
1: <laughs> it was kind of funny, because I actually have family that live in, like, New Orleans and uh, Florida, and they, they all used to live in uh, Louisiana. And they're all obviously big Saints fans. And so I don't hear from them that often. I hear from them every once in a while. But as soon as, you know, the game was slated, I start getting these emails. Oh, hey, go Saints. And, uh, oh, I predict 28 to 11 or something like that. I'm just like, wait a minute. I haven't heard from you guys in ages. But when you guys have a 7-9 opponent, you're crawling out of the woodwork. So I, I talked them in to make They wouldn't give me any points. Because I was like, well, you know, we're 11-point underdogs. you got to give me some points, and we'll get we'll get a food bet going. I'll send you some salmon or something if I lose. <laughs> you know, if you guys lose, you know, you send me something from, you know, Cajun food or whatever. And so, finally, they're, they're not going to give me any points. I said, you know, let's just do this thing. I, I'm fired <laughs> up for the Hawks. I'll, I'll take that bet straight up. And then I won. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so, you're going to get some Cajun so food. I, yeah, office. I got some so great food
1: coming. I'm looking forward to it, man. Nice. Because I know they'll send
3: the- you a package of vomit they scooped up
4: off Bourbon Street. That's what they're going to send you. they <laughs> no. them sending you a vial of their tears for losing. And My being cousins Bourbon are going to
1: step up. I know it. <laughs> All right. So why don't we? Uh, that was awesome. Why don't we uh, listen to another tune then? This that is sounds perfect. One off of now. How do you pronounce your first album title?
4: Uh, uh, I uh, actually don't know. Bramanolotude.
1: Bre- Bramanolotide. Bre-
4: Brema Melatide, I think. Shell Riley says it every time. I call it Bremmy, um, or I call it our first album. Yeah, this is but, the, uh,
1: <laughs> the lead cut off of that one.
4: Oh, balloon flight. Yeah, this is the this is the first song me and Shell did. We were like, hey, we started a, as a group called Triforce with Empty Router, um, who was a, a nerdcore rapper out of Texas, mm-hmm. and um, that didn't work out. So then me and Shell just went. We we made it and. Ended up doing it, and people dug it, and it was like it's probably the most popular song on the whole thing because it's fun and light and happy, which is, which uh, is you know perfect for 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 love and for communities and for celebrating Seahawk wins. Sweet, you know, <laughs> it's good times. Put your
2: Snowing.
0: You gotta keep going, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. Get that balloon growing on it, and it keeps and You gotta keep going, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. Get that balloon growing. Hi, how are you doing? I am beefy, I'm a lunatic. I'll make depression and sadness disappear like it's a magic trick. And hey, baby, do you wanna go with me on this balloon flight? We'll see all you wanna see. And I foresee an event, it's you and me getting bent. And caught and Ivy Lee jumps into paying our rent. So yeah, it's me and you, you and me. we us. Spend a month on the bus just for you, you can trust. And I'm feeling happy from this higher elevation. See me living posted right here at the simulation station, gathering respect. Nuts, asking y'all what's the happy hat? I see you stressing, pulling hairs up up baby, just please relax. And I drive real slow, I look real mean. Me Cynthia, the nerd transport machine, and I got PlayStation, so we all stay fly. And play my song when you are stripping at the club tonight. <laughs> Because I got to tell my friends to say what's up. And nothing makes you feel more worthless. Emo and lifeless. So catch me doing my checks. Asking, do, me, do you like this? Well, let me see you crouch, crouch forward. Walk a little, then punch. Serving all these kids, out will do this for lunch. And I mean like three square meals daily. You're hanging from the railing. It's sad to you dangling, failing puts a smile on my face You're like a lady in my bedroom You're so easy to replace I got these notches on my belt and on my nightstand stand, stand, stand. Becky, Tracy, and Joanne I love them in the minivan Lori was a sports fan Assume grew up in Japan These mothers tell their daughters that B.P. is such a nice I'm blowing man. up monotony with a hammer in the wing Yo, take me away from this place like the big new and known as Blink You're so and you gotta keep going
1: That was balloon flight. So, so tell me, does Shale Riley actually shit pop hooks?
4: Oh, dude, he he excretes he excrete them from an orifice that can only be seen with a microscope. But it's he's the he makes the best choruses in the history of music, as far as I'm concerned.
1: Not only that, but he loves a good outro. I mean, there's a couple of tunes. Uh, uh, Supergirls and Ghosts has got a great oh. outro there's like a, a minute of kind of just different melodies that he's got going on at the end of that tune.
4: Well, that's like there we have a, for grammar club, we got a lot of producers and like, there's a lot of in each, each album. There's like a lot of hands in the kitchen, you know, on that one is it's him and it's uh, Adam on that album and Glenn case. And they're just, you know, they all work in tandem and they all take it. I think Adam does a whole lot of it on, on that first album, but, uh, but yeah, they, they're, they're all, they'd all just contribute. And Shell does like the initial like demo of it with some like eight bit synth stuff. And, we do demos, and then it gets sent up to other people. And Grammar Club is cool because it's it's an Internet boy band full of ugly people. <laughs> it's fun, but it's, it's cool because there's just so many like contributing factors to it. And it takes long as hell to get anything accomplished. But once it does get done, it ends, it ends up pretty stellar, in my opinion. But I'm, I'm kind of biased.
1: Cool. Right, so, <laughs> Gord, you got a political rant this week? Yeah, you know,
3: doing a show just so suddenly, just all of a sudden, I really didn't have time to to formulate a thought, like I usually do, but what what's most in my mind is was what's most in the news right now. You know, I I am a gun guy, and and I know you're a gun guy. We we have shot firearms together, and I, I piss off my liberal friends because I I believe they're in the right to keep and bear arms, and I by the same notion I piss off my conservative friends because I don't think you should be allowed to own a fifty caliber fountain of lead fully automatic machine gun for home defense and, and hunting, you know, but there should be some middle ground. But as a gun guy, as a guy that likes guns and likes gun stuff, I encounter people that disturb me greatly. So today's rant is for you people. All you so-called patriots who get off on the idea of taking up arms against your fellow citizens, who who intimidate and threaten people, be they government officials or your neighbors, and and call it defending your rights. And all you puffed up constitutionalists who'd like to bloviate about watering the tree of liberty with blood. What I want you people to do is I want you to take a good look at that parking lot in Arizona. That, that is what you're talking about. That is what you say you want. That is the reality behind your sick gun fantasy. That's, that's a dead, little girl, some middle-aged white folks bleeding out on the pavement, a woman with a head wound, just regular, everyday people on the ground, people with shopping lists and dirty fingernails, just citizens of, of your country, you know, just people at Safeway. And I'm not, I'm not blaming you for it. I'm not blaming conservatives or, or you know, or any group of people. If, if I did, you'd tune me out, you'd point out the shooter wasn't part of your your Tea Party chapter or your church. I, I hear he was even a registered Democrat, for God's sakes. No, this guy was just, he was a nut with a gun. And maybe he tuned into the media telling him how America's under attack. Maybe not. Maybe he believed it when Rush called Democrats Nazis or Beck called them fascists or maybe not. Maybe, maybe he didn't. I don't know. I don't know the guy. But what my point is, is I know this. When you people talk about revolution or preserving your rights, or standing up for America, or whatever context you want to wrap around your fantasy of getting that gun in your hand and using it on your neighbor, I want you to think about that Safeway parking lot, because that is the reality of what you're proposing. That is my political rant. Wow, what? Way to bring it down, huh? Way to fucking <laughs> take all the fucking air out of a little
4: football game, huh? He said, For the three listeners still listening, I mean, I, mean, I just. Uh, <laughs>
3: that aren't in tears, I'll,
4: right? hope you guys.
1: God makes
2: me cry! Why?
1: <laughs> he said blow V8. <laughs> I did. <laughs>
4: it sounds like blow, like blowjob. Goddamn. Like LOL. <laughs> well,
1: since we seem to be on a political tip, this one is called Suck My Wallet. Yeah, see, yeah. You know, Beefy's all happy. He's a happy guy. But suck my wallet, man. You're an angry man.
4: I should just preference, like, if people that listen to my other albums, Grammar Club Beefy is a is a bastard. It's not a, <laughs> he's a. He's a mean dude. He just doesn't like nobody. Yeah, this song is about capitalism and money and bailouts and assholes and everything that's wrong with America and why. Honestly, if you were in that position, it would be so awesome to just you know take advantage of everyone and you know lie cheat and steal and get away with it and oh man to be like part of the american royalty just can you imagine can you imagine i can't imagine but i can't can't. see how i get there from here i never will ever but it'll it's so fun to dream about because on the same album we have a song about unemployment and uh you know i really don't think that's going to happen for a lot of us but this song is just about uh, how awesome it would be to be part of that and um uh, basically biggest asshole in the world beef thompson on the microphone it'll be, it'll be fun and Shaw riley doing cool stuff and we have uh, kaboot of the python rapper he does a few bars on on the song too so uh, it's fun it's like the first song we did for the new album uh, years ago already <laughs> this thing has been years in the making because you know it takes so long for all of us to get together and actually come up with music and then get it all finished and put out Man, do it so, hope.
1: check it out
2: I'm an American man in an American world with an American mouth. As an American, my purview is to fuck everyone who I want, everyone in the world. Mr. Electric car, who do you think this is? How this is kind of much gas I can save when I'm driving. So fuck you, I don't know Cause I'm making a point not to know
0: shit's not great i just take what i need just bob your head and clap those hands don't like this shit bitch fuck you man shit's all classic three-piece suit. Well, you've been known to blow harder than coconut to prostitutes grandma club took that fucked around i don't even fucking know what i'm rapping about but never do beside my devil wonder you i wanna rap- Oh, whoa. No witness, don't play around. This is serious business. Shit my hand while I was still in your retirement. Didn't say one word when the fire hit. Just land on the beach till it blows over you can't see these most to my home over. God feels for my impotency and the idiocy? The vitamin B just shine the cuff links and straighten the tie. So pleased to meet you, been already alive. No oh one got the paycheck, I'ma spend it on what? Well, I know hot topics, fairly highly recommended. While well, Palestine's phosphorized, buried the name. for some fucking cop in black shirts with hilarious phrases. And I'm getting rather stressed up by this dumbass prohibition. Yo, Obama laughs about it, but I carry out my mission. to end around my face, I throw a lyrical grenade. When really all I want is just a medical grade. You know, the one that's not simply walking the mortar, nor the US, I'm sitting rifle cocked at the border. I ain't a bad man. They hopped the fence, they took the rough route My country is the best, but you better stay the fuck out Yo, my side is flawless, and your side is misguided Be it arrested, or we'll stay where our country divided. remember countries we invaded, you remember the war? Frankly, I don't remember what the fuck we're fighting for (laughs) Woo, (laughs) woo, (laughs) motherfucker, we are the
2: best Where else can you survive on the side? Dick and your wallet? I'm betting centerfolds.
0: I roughed genitals, and then they take you with an army full of sandals. Team full of lawyers, and they search for the loopholes. Got a prescription for cases and scruples. Yeah, so trade your ethics for politics, and spend your nights just trolling for tranny sex. Let's believe that nobody got to see by some stock in the fox, so don't fear the TMZ. Black tie, see a woman, tell her right I don't think that we've met. You spend a fortune so the hooker keeps a secret. Met another who just lives on the trust fund And has a problem fucking around on her husband I work the circus so I'm getting around They fall in love with the sound I'm fucking old in this town Being tops I might as well be ten feet tall With a five foot dick and two egg balls Mwah.
1: Right, once again, suck my wallet. So yeah, to your point, I mean, with sprinkles, is so light and airy and fluffy, like a little cloud. And this whole CD is kind of antisocial. I MC you were Horse, say anti-Semitic for me. <laughs> no, no,
4: antisocial. Well, that, was, that was meant to be hidden in the album. I apologize. Yeah, it's but. grumpy.
1: It's cross. It's yeah, disgruntled. It's,
4: it's a little bad, you know. It's the uh, you know. Uh, and and beefy, really I gotta say.
1: Five foot dick and eight pound balls. That's that's some big words, my friend. Well, thank you. Oh, thank
4: you. I didn't say I had those. I said I might as well because I'm that awesome. So uh, <laughs> it's subtle. It's different. It's when I say it. When I say I might as well, it's it becomes art and not just vulgar rapping.
1: So it's like a simile, or is that <laughs> yeah, a homonym? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna use I'm gonna use an uh, English term wrong to piss Gordon off. God
4: damn it. <laughs> But, uh, so, yeah, it's, it's grumpy. Shell Riley lets me, he's like, you know, just do whatever you want. And it's cool because I feel like I get to be, uh, you know, a lot of the nerdcore rappers and a lot of rappers and a lot of musicians, they have these little characters. They do like, you know, uh, Shae for the Dark Lord is this evil murderer front a lot. He's like a science teacher. He looks like when he's rapping, mm-hmm. you know, everybody in White Cart gets to be digital gangster. But, you know, I'm usually just Keith, I'm beefy all the time. And, uh, you know, just about being a loser. And Michelle's like, you know, you can, you can do whatever you want here. It's This Grammar Club. You don't have to be beefy. And I'm like, oh, man, I can be awesome and pissed and vulgar and whatever I want. And no one's going to be like, oh, man, beefy. I can't, listen, you're, I can't listen to my album with my three-year-old anymore. And I'm like, <laughs> tough bitch, suck it. Uh. And then I, I do like I do rap hands at him. I just start doing rap hands. And it's pretty good. <laughs> oh, you so made me an angry guy, but you're a funny guy. It's fun. It's fun to be angry and, and funny. But uh, so yeah, so it's definitely not for kids. So if you're if you're if you're this far in the podcast and you listen to the music and you haven't figured <laughs> out that this new album isn't for kids, then I'm sorry, it's it's not for kids. Supergirls and ghosts kinda is if you can let your kids listen to the word ass a lot. <laughs> I I, uh, I performed that song at a at a first night in the Tri-Cities last year for for, for New Year's. And uh, it's an all ages show and I was like, Oh hey, we, we finished the song back then and we stole a demo, but like I knew the words for it and it's like oh do this song It's kind of poppy and fun and I started up and I totally you know like I looked at the, the words and like you know I can kind of censor out most of these words and it's all good and I can change it because it's supposed to be all ages but I forgot about the chorus and how the chorus was already recorded and on the beat and so I just kept uh, trying to say things over the word ass during the chorus and the
0: like, girls don't okay,
4: care what song's about they just want to shake the rump shake the rump like I was, just trying, <laughs> I was trying real hard because there was like kids running around and you know there's like this you know eight-year-old, nine, eight, nine-year-old looking at me and just like, you know, in awe and wonder, like, this giant fat person rapping at him, and I didn't want to ruin his childhood by saying, like, cocksucker or something weird, just because you kind of want to when you are on stage and you see people you shouldn't say curse words in front of, you immediately want to say curse words. At least I do. It's <laughs> the first thing I want to do.
3: That's, I have that same reaction, but it's in the produce section in the supermarket. <laughs> I, it's totally
4: inexplicable, but... Fuck you, cantaloupe.
1: <laughs> Cabbages, motherfucker! <laughs> so, how, how long have you guys been doing Grammar Club?
4: Uh, whew, when did the last one come out? We've been doing Grammar Club, crap, since about 2007. I think the last one came out. So, I think 2006 we started with Balloon Flight and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, it's been it's been a few years now. It's been four four or five, I guess. We've been doing it. Kind of hard to put an exact date on it. Do you kind of, uh,
1: is it, do you do like a song at a time or is it kind of, okay, we're going to focus on Grammar Club now after I've finished this project? Like how, what's the process of getting that together?
4: Uh, basically the process uh, since the beginning has been Shell makes a kind of a bare bones demo beat and, you know, he'll sing it with the melody and he'll have a chorus written out or maybe a chorus and a verse and um, then he'll send it to me and I'll add, you know, verses and kind of just take, cause you know, he does kind of abstract stuff with his courses and like, you know and some of his, his he's a you know he's a, he's a legit songwriter so there's a lot of you know metaphor and a lot of simile and a lot of you know just abstraction and stuff like that and i try to put like a more literal face to it i guess and uh you know so i do my verses and then i send it back to him and he touches it up or he tells me it sucks or he says he maybe change this thing so you know we go do back and forth on that and then i don't see it again for months and then he sends it around to we had Allison on some guitars. We had Mustin doing some bass on there. We had C64 dual core and of with sprinkles doing uh, a bunch of the beats on there um, and doing some DJing. And we had DJ Snyder doing some stuff on there. Um, and then um, uh, him and uh, throughout the month of December, him and uh, Ty from Shirelli and the double ice backfire. They both uh, were held up in New York, just sitting down like mastering and finishing these tracks um, up until the wee hours of, of Christmas morning to get it out on time. So, uh, takes a lot of work but i mean we, we get it out and it's that that's basically the process though just shell does most of the work and he <laughs> shepherds the whole thing and i take most of the credit since my voice is on it almost more than his is so. kind of like our podcast yeah i, see. <laughs> well,
1: it's, it, I really enjoy how like y- you don't know what you're gonna get with uh grammar club release and that's kind of cool because around this next corner this tune's gonna sound maybe totally different than the previous tune like normal i think almost has like a nine inch nails sort of a vibe to it and some of some of the songs you might hear like a little bit of beatles or something like that and it's just a really cool palette of different sounds that you guys are pulling
4: together yeah uh ty did the song uh, a team by myself for a compo or something but they matched it up and it sounded it sounded a lot like a nine inch nails riff to me that was the first thing i thought of when i heard some of these things and you know it's it's all things to to shell and to tie and to adam on the first album because you know they're just you know i think they're musically extremely talented and they have ears for all kinds of different kinds of music and you know shell riley his new album's coming out soon called the uh, ultimate songs from the pit and uh it's it's an amazing album 16 tracks it's really great and he just shows more and more of why he he why he is the one that runs the grammar club um because it's musically it's 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 all uh it's all very different but it's all very thematically you know similar like it's you can always you can always tell it's one of his songs Mm -hmm. so i I think you know he just has he has a vision he has a focus and to be like 100% honest shell riley is really the one that you know he runs shit when it comes to grammar club and uh you know he has a vision he he sets about making it happen and i always ah, fucking he's like my favorite ever since optimus ryan broke up he's my favorite musician i think and he has i've been a big fanboy of his for a long time we just happen to be buddies
1: yeah, I'm really enjoying this collaboration, so it's it's great stuff. And what's totally kick-ass about it is it's free.
4: Free 99, baby. Who? What's, what's better than free?
1: So tell folks where they can find this absolute
4: free gem. You guys can go get uh, MC Horse Rides again uh, at thegrammarclub.com. That's thegrammarclub.com. Or you can go to beefiness.com or uh, shellreilly.com. Uh, there's lots of places to download it you can donate if you want to you don't have to you're just a better person if you do and you can buy t-shirts and hats and our uh, posters and stuff but yeah the album's free it's 10 tracks our, our last album is free um even the bonus tracks are free we did a song last year for uh a few years ago called red cyclone we put out and um our version of code monkey that jonathan colton made popular that we remixed and covered is also on our website so we got a lot of stuff on our website if people want to check it out very cool
0: Heck
1: yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, why don't we uh, do a couple of filthy jokes and get out of this bitch? Who wants to go first? I'll I'll go first. Okay.
3: Me, 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 me. A young New York woman was so depressed that she decided to end her life by throwing herself into the ocean. But just before she could throw herself from the docks, a handsome young man stopped her and said, you have so much to live for. Look, I'm a sailor. And we're off to Europe tomorrow. I can stow you away on my ship. I'll take care of you. I'll bring you food every day and keep you happy. So with nothing to lose, combined with the fact that she'd always wanted to go to Europe, the woman accepted. And that night, the sailor brought her aboard and hid her in a small but comfortable compartment in the hold. And from then on, every night, he would bring her three sandwiches and make love to her until dawn. Weeks later, she was discovered by the captain during a routine inspection. What are you doing here? asked the captain. Well, I have an arrangement with one of the sailors, she replied. He brings me food and, and I get a free trip to Europe. I see, the captain says. Her conscience got the best of her and she added, Plus, he's screwing me. He certainly is, replied the captain. This is the Staten Island Ferry. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> Bravo. Bravo! Thank you. <laughs> I like that. That's good I like semen.
1: <laughs>
4: semen. <laughs> All right.
1: So these two guys—they they had just gotten divorced, and they, they swore that they're never going to have anything to do with women again. So they decided to get their stuff together and move to Alaska, as far north as they could, to just get away from women overall. So they get up and they, into Alaska, and they go to this trader store. And they, they tell the guy, give us enough supplies for two men to last for a whole year. And the trader gets the gear together, and on top of each pile of supplies, he lays a board with a hole in it, and it's got fur around the hole. The guy asks, well, what is this board for? And the trader said, where you're going, you just trust me, you're going to need this. He says, no, no, we've sworn off women. We, we don't need this sort of a, an item. I'll tell you what. Says the trader, take the boards with you, and if you don't use them, I'll refund your money next year. The guy said, uh, all right, fine. And so one year later, one of the guys comes back to the store. Says, uh, give me enough supplies to last one man for a year. And the trader asked, well, weren't you in here last year with a, a didn't you have a partner with you? The guy says, yeah. Well, where is he? Asks the trader. I shot him. Shot The trader's just shocked. Well, why? The guy says, I caught him screwing my board. <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh, infidelity it's easy for a man to get jealous It, it, it happens? happens <laughs> uh, I got an oldie but okay. it's a goodie I think you might have heard it before it's good times uh, three guys are sitting in a bar having a few drinks one guy says uh, so tell me what do you guys do to drive your wife wild uh, this, the first guy says well after after making love I go out to the garden I pick some roses and I take each petal off and I sprinkle them all over her body and then I Blow them off with a soft breath and it drives her wild. The next guy says, after making love, I get some baby oil and my, sh- my saws are gently all over her body and it drives her absolutely wild. And the last guy says, when me and my old lady are through, I jump out of the bed and I wipe my cock on the curtain. <laughs> shit drives her nuts. <laughs> yes. Ah, awesome. Nice. Cock. Nicely yeah. done. Well yes. played, sir. That one's for the ladies. The so you're throat welcome, throat. ladies. <laughs> the, old, the old cock curtain joke. It never fails. Beefy
1: always brings a little something for the ladies. That's what I like about you,
4: man. That joke always goes over real well in Des Moines. I don't know why. (laughs) They just love it there.
1: (laughs) Keep getting all these emails from Des Moines. (laughs) Tell us the God curtain joke. (laughs) All right. Well, I I, I would like to thank Beefy for joining us tonight and uh, for sharing the new grammar club with us. That was very cool of you, man. We really appreciate it.
4: I really appreciate you guys having me on. It's it's a blasty blast, and uh, hopefully, I'll have a show in Seattle soon. I'll see you again, soon, Steve. I hope so.
1: Absolutely, yeah. I can't hope wait to so. see hope your so. stuff again. So we'll do that.
4: Be awesome. All right.
1: Once again, what is your website?
4: My personal website, if you guys want to check out my stuff, is beefiness.com. and uh, the Grammar Club's website is thegrammarclub.com. And uh, there's a bunch of music on on both sites. So really hope you hope you listeners can check it out and give it a give it a give it a listen if you if you can.
1: And I know that all the listeners of this show have already bought WhispRinkles, but if you haven't, get your ass over to Bandcamp. It's, it's fantastic. Fun. One of the best releases of last year. You must own it in your collection.
4: Oh, you do go on. <laughs> this is non-negotiable.
1: I'm not dicking around about this. Go buy Sprinkles."
4: Oh, you're so sweet.
1: Usual bullshit, our show phone number, 425-296-6557, or you can reach me through steve at bonehand.com. And new content (laughs) on the site every week, including the heavy half hour.
3: Yeah, you can find my stuff at mightywombat.com. Or you can follow me on Twitter at mighty underscore wombat. New cartoon every week, and Twitter whenever I'm feeling (laughs) twit-like.
1: Also, you can follow me, I'm BoneHand on Twitter, or uh, we have a BoneBat feed there as well. Also, if you like what we do, we do appreciate it if you spread the word and tell a friend. Uh, yeah, Hey,
3: by the way, yes, I got to tell you, man, go to my website, because it's been a long time, I finally did another blather, and I finally made a new coffee cup for people to buy. Buy the coffee cup. It's Woo. funny. You put it on your
1: desk, and people will go, ah, you're a funny guy. <laughs> and then you'll realize that your coffee maker's on fire. Yeah, and there's that. You won't be able to drink it anyway, but that's all right. Yeah, you might be able to
3: beat out the flames with the cup, though. It's <laughs> important, and the cup—the <laughs> cup really does point out all the dangers in the world. It's a danger. It's a great big old warning label on there. Buy it. Si- Buy my si- coffee cup. I make a dollar fifty every time you do. Less tax.
1: You know what goes well with coffee? A uh, cup. Donuts with sprinkles. Oh, with baby. sprinkles. Just saying. You oh baby, that
4: too. <laughs> Cross merchandising,
3: I like it. We should have like some sort of a a package deal going
4: on. We can work that out. We'll have to. How my people call your people? I'm uh, sure you have people. Every right?
3: people call my package.
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All Our right. packages can just meet up together. I guess you know we can make that happen. <laughs> that came out wrong. Wait a minute. <laughs> All right. Well,
1: why don't we do one last tune? The the, the aforementioned Red Cyclone. Now, how'd you whip this
4: one up? Uh, uh, Shell Riley and the guys at the Grammar Club, uh, they were making that st- Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo HD remix for Xbox Live, and they were remixing all the music for the game. Grammar Club was lucky enough to do Zangief's beat, uh song for the background, so if you play Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo HD <laughs> for the Xbox, that's too on much On
3: XBLA?
4: Words. <laughs> yes, on Xbox Live Arcade. It's... Um, so that that music's in there and i felt left out because as i am not a music contributing member of the band absolutely nothing i did contributed to the game i love of, you know the franchise of street fighter so we made uh, i made raps on top of it uh kind of chronicling the rise and the life of uh mr zangief so it's a hot track people love it people go nuts at the shows for it so i hope i hope i hope the listeners like it
1: i hope so too so folks will. thank you again for listening once again i'm steve And this is Gord.
4: And uh, I'm Beefy.
1: Have a good one. We have a great one.
0: Hands, full train, so it's always like it's on demand. The connect is a none of you can understand. Every day's a challenge, every day's a test. Travel all the way, just to prove on the best. you to slam, slamming, it's another victory. Me holding the crown, it's just how it's supposed to be. Bring on the camera, am bringing the takedown. If you ask me, you I'm know, in a moment you're right now. Shut the match in the clock, take your shot. Still too weak for the strength I've got. With just one move, I will take you down. just around me to introduce you to the ground. Extra large, but I take to the skies. What surprise? the prize, most lovely them here with the prize. I wrestle with my demons, wrestle with bears. At this too, nobody compares.
4: So what do you think about Chicago? They really, really, really,
2: really, 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 really suck. Yes, the fans still suck. Hey. We
5: see Hawks! Yeah. It's your boy E Dog in the building. We the My man is the Benjamin. Thirteen and three, baby. The Hawks is going we to the Seahawks. Y'all was down nuts. Colts was gonna do what? We the Seahawks? She yeah, right? Yeah. Yo, What you know about my dude Sean hitting the hole? Max Strong on the block, man, it's first and go Somebody better tell a boy to hot high In all division, man, we's the number one spot. How that sound? Critics said it could not happen. So they seen the pass from Hazelback to Daryl Jackson. And now it seems everybody's on the jock. My boy Jeremy Stevens just can't be stopped. what you know about. My man's from Florida State. 65308, helping cats escape. Walter Jones, man, the boy's the truth. All pro. Huh? Man, man, the boys the truth, we the sea hawks and we Super Bowl bound got the 12th man Questfield, Puget Sound we the Seahawks in the playoff spot running so hot going straight to the top we the Seahawks and we Super Bowl bound got the 12th man Questfield, Puget Sound we the Seahawks we in the playoffs now it's a wrap done deal hitting Detroit
0: Town Westfield game time game face for sure Coach Holmgren on his road to the Super Bowl let's do it Seahawks the time is now one score pass NFL history now man AK- can you Feeling. playoff time, no respect on the field. Markers confirmed wide receivers respect. Defense win games, homie. Let blitz set the tone. Deepest rookie of the year and win strong. Wants the ball to play, homie. There's no turning back. Defense lineman in the pocket. Focus, hurt the
5: quarterback. Spotlights, flash screen, confession, So out seats. It's the playoffs in Seattle's best of the NFC. We just see Hawks and we Super Bowl bound. Got the 12th man. Questfield future Sound. We just see Hawks in the playoff spot. Running so hot. Going straight to the top. We just see Seahawks. And we super bowl bound. Get the 12th man. Quest field. Puget sound. We the Seahawks. We in the playoffs now. It's a wrap done deal. Hitting Detroit town. We Super Bowl bound, got the 12th man, Crestfield Puget Sound, we just see Hawks in the playoff spot, running so hot. Going straight to the top, we just see Hawks, and we super bowl bound, got the 12th man, Crestfield Puget Sound, we just see Hawks, we in the playoffs now. It's a wrap done deal, hitting Detroit town.